0: Hey, yogis, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit Session. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Today, my guest is Julianne, and I'm going to butcher her last name because I am the worst. It's Hilo, A-I-E-L-L-O. Sounds about right. I don't know. She'll forget me. Anyway, Julianne is... First off, she's a sweetheart. She's one of the kindest souls I've ever met in my entire life, and I'm sure you'll pick it up when you hear her voice. She's the founder of Outdoor Yoga SF, which is this really, really, really cool brand that she's made. Uh, They do a bunch of pop-up outdoor yoga events. They do them at the beach, sometimes they do them at parks. Uh, It's all silent disco based. Um, I recently took my, or actually my teacher trainees uh, from my last program, we're all going, and we all went as a, as a group together. And it was Janet Stone teaching, and it was just such a good time. It was so much fun. We got to dip our feet in the in the ocean, and it was just a really, really, really awesome time. And also just to see so many people come together in such a cool style event. Uh, so we talk a little bit more about her story and about how outdoor yoga came into to play. So I hope you enjoyed the show. And as always, if you do enjoy the show. Um, If you could leave a comment or a review on iTunes, that would be really, really awesome and helpful. Enjoy the show. Jules, what's up? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing great.
0: So... I'm, I'm wondering if there's going to be. It's so nice out today in San Francisco, and this is. I, I normally like close the windows and have to be all quiet for the podcast, but it's so nice out that I was like, "No, I'm leaving the windows open." So we might hear some. We might hear some city noises today. Great.
1: We're, yeah, I have my windows open too, so hopefully it doesn't get too crazy. <laughs>
0: we're uh, we're, give, we're giving the listeners a real experience. Yeah. <laughs> Julian, what's going on? How are you?
1: I'm great. I'm great. I've just. Um, just settling down a bit. I've been in teacher training the last month, and it's been like the busiest month so far of the year with outdoor yoga. So it's just been um, so much yoga, yoga magic happening all around. It's been really good.
0: I love that you call it yoga magic.
1: Yeah, it's it's been pretty magic. I have to say. Yeah, it's, be- it's... being able to be like a re- like full on student and then like teach a lot. It's like. I mean, it's such a gift. Yeah,
0: I agree. So you started mentioning outdoor yoga, busy year. Outdoor yoga, that's the that, outdoor yoga staff, everybody. That's Julianne. That's her thing. She did it. You made it happen.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's my, it's, uh. well, you know, it's my thing that I started, but definitely a lot of people teach and obviously yeah. Um, yeah. lots of people attend. So but it's, it's, I really think of it as a, um, oh, there goes some
0: <laughs> <laughs> There goes... There goes um, the loud noises we, we were talking about.
1: I really think of it as like a a, a community. I mean, I think of it as like a, a, I don't know, an organizer of the community. And of course a teacher, but, um, you know, I think of it as like a an organism almost. Like it's like a living, breathing thing Yeah. of people.
0: Yeah. So your outdoor yoga thing started how?
1: It started... Well, um, it was a little bit of a, a longer answer, and then it, it started because I um, I came back to yoga for a number of different reasons. Um, I, I started um, well; I was introduced to the whole mindfulness yoga practice when I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in New Jersey in a little. Uh, like almost like an ashram that was in a, a, a very quiet suburban building. Um, very, I have these like very, um, I don't know, strange, but kind of like sweet memories of that place. Anyway, um, I was introduced to meditation when I was 14. This is really how I started the the mindfulness yoga practice. And, um, was so in awe of, like, how it changed my life, like, dramatically when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but I really didn't learn yoga for a long time. Anyway, we can maybe go back into some parts of that. But <laughs> I came – I'm just Hey, listen, sort of, this, is, uh,
0: this is your show today. You get to talk about whatever you want, how you want to talk about it.
1: Yeah. So but, – but the outdoor yoga piece came because um, um, I – so I had – so where do, where do I even begin? Gosh, the story feels so, it just like keeps growing and growing now. And I'm like, wow, it just, I, I, I get these moments to look back and reflect and it's just amazing. So thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Um, and also just totally fascinating. But um, I worked in outdoor like education, uh-huh. uh, like taking kids outside and, and leadership groups and that kind of stuff for several summers um, in college and after college and um, And I was a teacher and tutor for many years. So I'd always worked um, kind of like in a teaching role. I worked a lot outside. I taught um, skiing to people with disabilities in Colorado. So I'd really had this like outdoor and kind of teacher experience, but not so much with yoga. I was really a student of yoga. um, And I don't know. I just never really saw myself being a yoga teacher. I just, I didn't for a number of reasons. It just... I, I I didn't I didn't feel like I you know now now you practice yoga and you realize like everyone is everyone is the same like a different expression of this like you know God or universal light awareness whatever you call it but then I was like I I don't see myself in the in yoga teachers um and I don't see and it just uh, never occurred to me anyway I was just I came back and forth as a student um. And I came back again when I had torn my hamstring and couldn't, I, I couldn't fix it after like a year and a half. And I was like, it was really, it was really pulling my life apart because it, it started to unravel in, in, in many ways beyond my physical body. Sure. And, um, and so then I, and then I really used the yoga practice to heal. Like I, I was like, okay, I really want to go to these yoga classes, but I can't because it's, my my healers, people I was working with, was like, we like, you know, you are are just going to make it worse, so you so you shouldn't do it. And I was like, well, I know that I need yoga. I know that I need to breathe. I had that meditation foundation, and I just started practicing at home in a way that I was like, well, maybe I can learn something and try something because I I've, I've tried a lot of things that aren't working. And I came back to the practice and and really started to heal myself and really once again like fell in love deeper with with the practice and and with the quiet, um, with the healing. And then I was practicing outside all the time. And, and and I already had this inclination for being outside and wanting to be outside more. And, and so kind of part of my story is that, I had been at my job for five years, maybe a little more than that. And I was like, really like digging soul searching or, or trying to soul search of like, what do I want to do next? And I, I always knew that there would be something else. Um, and, uh, but, but I never really like, like put deep, uh, I wouldn't say deep thought, because you know, we all like sometimes feel like we're like doing really deep thinking on things, but like deep action into like, okay, how am I experimenting or moving towards like things that I I might want to do next? And so I wasn't really doing that and I was feeling um like like really lost, right? And so I just started practicing outside and I was like, I know the things that make me really happy are um being outside, teaching, sharing things that I'm really passionate about so anyway I took some time I left my job eventually which was really really hard to do um but I left and I went traveling by myself and I you know the kind of classic uh eat pray love went to Bali practiced some yoga I was by myself though for a lot of the time um I met some really amazing teachers in Bali and there are really amazing teachers in New York where I was living but like i said kind of said i just wasn't i wasn't in the right headspace and with being injured i just like wasn't really connecting um and so it kind of for me like bali and like being away just represented so much of like okay well maybe the same beauty is here that's at home in new york but you just weren't available to see it there right right. um so i think that's you know what travel and you know perspective that kind of stuff does um very fortunate to be able to do that. But anyway, um, so I was just like, yeah, I was like, I, I know that these things like, you know, you know, when people ask you, I'd like ask so many people for career advice and people are like, well, what are the things that you've done? When have you been the happiest in your life? Um, what lights you up the most? If you, if you had a million dollars in the bank, what would you do? All these kind of questions. And I was like, well, you know, I live in a place where I could be outside more. This definitely wasn't New York. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And slow down a little bit, and all these things. So anyway, I came to San Francisco, and with a pretty good idea after I went to went to Bali in Thailand and, and traveled around a bit that I that I wanted to at least pursue studying yoga and try teaching yoga um, because at this point I had like tried a few other things. I went to um, An amazing vegan culinary school in New York that's like so great, but I graduated from this like year-long, 700-hour program that you know was so much knowledge and so fulfilling. But I didn't really want. At the end, I was like, I don't really want to be a chef, Um, and I and I don't really see. I, I could definitely see using these tools, but not like full time. And so it's great now. I use like some of these things in retreats and stuff that I offer, but. I was like, I I was feeling discouraged. I had done that. And I, and I didn't really have like, that wasn't a clear path for me. And I was like, okay, well this feels like something my heart is moving to. So I'm just going to going to move towards it without, um, feeling like I'm jumping in like a thousand percent of like 700 hours. I'm just going to start teaching, just going to start like doing the practice more learning more and teaching and see how it goes. Um, and so I just started teaching for free in San Francisco outside. I knew a few people here. I moved here. Um, and I taught for like two months for free. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was a super new teacher, obviously, so that was like a good reason to teach for free. <laughs> um, I mean, I knew I could keep people safe, but I, I just, I was like, let me just try this. and And I got really good feedback, but I had really small classes. And obviously, I needed to find a way to start making that. Work uh, for myself, so I could keep doing it. Um, okay, so so I'm teaching. I'm getting good feedback, but the numbers are super small. I definitely like cannot make a living doing it um, the way it was happening. But the feedback was really good. The feedback was like kept consistently coming back of like besides me, or I would say inclusive of me, but also inclusive of the fact that you know, there's a, like, there are many, many ways to teach yoga, practice yoga in, like, many environments, and for some people, it really resonated to be outside, um, and so that was great, and so I, so that, that initial feedback, even though I was feeling, like, how the heck am I ever going to make this a real thing, how am I going to meet enough people, get the word out enough, um, was super intimidating, that initial feedback of, like, this is, this is great, really. And I'm feeling it in myself too, you know, but, but from like a business or like, um, yeah, like business point of view, like it's, you know, you obviously need external uh, factors or people or something to be telling you like, yes, we do want this. Um, so, so yeah, that came to be sort of from my experience and then just from like, from striking out a couple times and just from being like, man, I don't know what I want. So I'm just going to move towards what something that, that, that feels interesting right now that I could see myself being interested in. But you know, I I feel like uh, this is the best place to start and that's really where it came from. Um, And then that good feedback led to, um, me saying, okay, I want to find a way to do more of this and to do this on a bigger scale so that I can share this with more people so that I can maybe do this like for my real work. Um, and then I, I, I had never really taught more than like, I don't know, 15, 20 people. Um, and so the idea of like expanding to teach more people was totally intimidating. I was like, I definitely cannot do that. And so it took about six months of me teaching to be like, okay, um, maybe I can teach more people. So then, so I I moved here and started teaching in August, 2015. And then, so in about February, I was like, okay, well, this is, um, if I want to do this, I have two choices. Well, I I have two choices. If I want to do this, I need to like go big and like start to just believe in myself and know that like you know, I'm studying, I'm working hard and I can offer something great to people or I need to just pick another route, you know, teach more privates, do something else. And I was like, okay, I I feel committed to this. I want to try it. Um, how can I teach bigger classes and concentrate all of my energy around getting people to a couple of those classes rather than, um, teaching classes like every day, which would be the alternative. Um, but I actually found it easier to build around one or two big classes like a week or a month um, just in terms of actually getting people there and making something special. Um, and so that's where I started. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, how am I, I going to do this? Um, and the options are I was working with the National Park Service and there they were like no amplified sound allowed. So you can't bring speakers down to the beach or the parks or whatever. And the, the option that I, I soon found out like about, like I think in your yoga journal, um, article (laughs) was this silent disco yoga, like using, um, you know, headphones for yoga. Yeah. And I was like, I had never even done, I'd never been to a silent disco, you know, it's like a fairly common thing at festivals or whatever. I had never even done that. Um, but I was like, okay, I'll try that. So anyway, I called up this person that I found online and rented headphones for the first few events, and um, it was amazing. I mean, it was totally game changing, totally, totally game changing for teaching oh, well, outside. Oh, that's right.
0: I actually, I remember we emailed about silent disco headphones, and I was like, oh, yeah. I have somebody nice. Yeah. And so now that's all come into like this. So now it's like a big thing. It's a project. I know people like look forward to it here in San Francisco. I mean, I like I. I know more than a few handfuls of people that are always like, oh yeah, we're going to the outdoor thing. We're going to the outdoor thing. Meanwhile, I'm like, I know her. (laughs) (laughs) But so what do you like, how do you describe, like, what's the experience like? Like if you were to describe it in, uh, what's your, what's your, what's your three words to describe the feeling that someone gets from the, these outdoor yoga classes?
1: Hmm. Om. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe only yoga teachers or yoga students will relate. Uh, Magic. I would say it's pretty magical. Mm -hmm. Um, Magic and and peaceful. I mean, being outside is always like like having the soothing um, vibe of the ocean. I never knew this, but the ocean—the waves produce like negative ions, which are like really soothing for the mind and the body. Um, and that's like, that's like the sort of scientific reaction of what happens. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say it's—it's it's, like it can't help but be peaceful. Nice. Um, so yeah.
0: I love that. And how often do you do these events?
1: Um. Right now, it's to- twice, two to three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we move into the winter, it'll be just on a pop up schedule uh, when the weather is nice. But right now, we do Friday nights and Sunday nights. And um, occasionally during the week, too. Like this week, uh, tonight, actually, it's a full moon. And so we're doing a full moon class.
0: Oh, um, how cool. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Nice. What's your biggest takeaway from like, from doing this and making this passion into your project or your, you know, turning this into your, your passion.
1: Um, I mean, I would say it's, might be similar to what you read of other people who really, um, take something that they really believe in and and work on it is that you, um, you've got to relentlessly believe in what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it like and, and you know like any other yoga teacher you've got to follow all the yoga code and ethic and practice and you've got to like practice every day, and day you've got to go back to all the all the you know the the kleshas and the, and the yamas and the niyamas and think about like why am I doing this to be of service am I doing this to um not for my ego but to help people you know it's like the end of classes every time I mean People are outside. They're watching the sunset. They're listening to, like, you know, beautiful music. We've had um, Egge come out the last couple of times and play live sitar in our class. Like, they're, like, hugging people. They're doing yoga. They're so high. And they're, like, so happy after and thanking me and all this sweet stuff. And then, you know, I've, it's it's amazing, but it's, like, well, it can't be about that. And then sometimes at home, I'm because um, I work, like, from home on the computer when I'm doing, like, event organizing, it can be, like, um, you know I spend a lot of time like figuring out creative ways to share and do, you know make content and collaborate with Instagrammers and all this stuff and sometimes it can just feel like like real work like
0: yeah like, totally um, totally
1: computer real work you know and like sometimes I'm like man this is a lot and I don't uh I have people that help me for events but I don't have anyone that like works for me or with me in that sense um and so it's just like you know there's like highs and lows and like you know you're traveling all around and and you really like you need to stay super like grounded and like why you're doing it and why you believe in it because there are many many times that's like man like okay my you know is this the only thing I'm doing and if I want to do it really well maybe it is the only thing I'm doing for this year and um how do I make it really great and how do I keep that energy alive like every week you know and like not go all out every week so that I have some gas in the tank, um, but yeah, I would just say like, yeah, staying like dedicated to your, your truth.
0: I love it. I love yeah. it.
1: Even though this might sound cheesy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's the truth though. I mean, that's why it's cheesy because it's true. Yeah. So Jules, if uh, people want to find you, where 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 do they go?
1: Um. Well, outdooryogasf.com is my website. Okay. And um, my other, my, my personal website is julianne.yoga. Okay. And um, I have a retreat coming up in Kauai in February. Cool. And um, yeah, so, and hopefully some more studio teaching this winter. So, awesome. Um, yeah. I'll make sure yeah. I put
0: all the uh, links in the show notes. It was so good to have you on the show today. It's so, Thank so, so, you. so good to, to get to catch up with you. This is a, for, for those that are listening, this is our round two because the audio file for the last moment. <laughs> so <laughs> we had to redo it. <laughs> yeah. But we got another uh, opportunity Well, Danny, to, to are we going to
1: get you back out to outdoor yoga?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm down when I don't have a million other things going on. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, that is never
0: gonna happen exactly. because you always have funny really things going on. So.
1: Maybe, maybe I'll come
0: teach at Outdoor Yoga. Okay, we're down. Uh oh, magic is happening right now, yogis. Listen, listen <laughs> up, everybody, it's going down. <laughs>
1: okay, well, I'm gonna send you dates and then you're gonna have to commit to one.
0: Perfect. I'm, I would totally love to do that. I would be honored to do that, actually.
1: All right, let's make it happen.
0: All right, guys, until the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Danny and Julianne saying peace out.
1: Peace out. Thanks, Danny.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: I so good chatting with you.